Tonight, this Holy Thursday, we celebrate the Lord's Supper, the first Mass, the institution of the Eucharist, and the institution of the priesthood itself. The beauty of these three days of the sacred triduum that we have just entered into is celebrated really in one liturgy, that one liturgy we know as the sacred triduum. It takes place over three days, ending with the celebration of Easter at the Easter Vigil. It's this liturgical practice that helps to show us the true reality of this Paschal mystery. These days of the Lord's suffering, death, and resurrection are one event. They are eternally linked together. Thus, when the Lord is offering his body and blood at the Last Supper, he is in a real and true way offering this from upon the cross at Calvary. We believe that each time we celebrate the Holy Eucharist, it is a memorial of Christ's sacrifice on the cross for our salvation. Yet the word memorial here has to be understood correctly. It is not just a reflection on a past event, like a statue or a monument would be. Instead, it is a true proclamation of the events of salvation. And it's this proclamation that makes it actually present today. Other Christian denominations will accuse Catholics of believing that Jesus is sacrificed over and over again at the Mass. That Jesus is re-crucified at the Mass. Don't need to tell you that's not what we believe. We believe that this sacrifice was made 2,000 years ago. But it's made present every time we celebrate it on this altar. Or in another way of speaking, every time we celebrate the Eucharist, we are transported in time to this sacrifice. Yet when I speak in those ways, it still falls short. The fact is that Jesus made this sacrifice as an eternal sacrifice. And so his suffering, his death, and his resurrection stretches throughout all of time into eternity. St. Paul in his letter to the Corinthians tells us, For when we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the death of the Lord Jesus until he comes again. Proclaim here in Scripture doesn't just mean to make a speech or to read a book. No, when we eat the bread and drink the cup, when we eat his flesh and drink his blood, the death of Jesus becomes present to us in reality and in truth. And we have to truly appreciate this and acknowledge it to fruitfully live as Christians. 
that Jesus gave, his, gave us his own flesh and blood to drink. This is the body of our Lord that is crucified tomorrow. This is the body of our Lord that rises on the Easter morn. And when we come to understand the greatness of the sacrament and we live our lives surrounded by it and focused toward it, it truly becomes transformative. I remember as a college student, about 20 years old or so, I started attending daily mass um, at Boys Town, which wasn't far from my parents' house. And during daily mass after communion each day, they had the practice, um, it's really the practice of a Monsignor Peter Dunn, many throughout the diocese know him, of happy memory, that we would pray the Anime Christi, the soul of Christ prayer after a reception of the Holy Eucharist. This prayer is a a prayer from the 14th century. And I believe this prayer truly appreciates and brings us to wonder at the immense gift of the Eucharist. So I wish to pray this prayer and offer just a brief reflection on it. Before I pray that prayer, um, the beautiful vestment that I'm wearing today, this is actually my first mass vestment. And with um, the chrism mass is attached the renewal of the priestly promises. And so on Monday, all the priests together make their renewal of priestly promises. But that's connected and intertwined as I said earlier, right, the Chrism Mass is usually celebrated on the morning of Holy Thursday. And so this was the Mass, I, the vestment I celebrated my first Mass in. Um, if I step back a little, you might be able to see. On the top is the host and the chalice. Um, I also remember every time I wore this vestment, the um, kind parishioner of my home parish who bought it, who... I pray now is in happy company of the Lord in heaven. She had an influence um, on me and on my own vocation and her own holiness and love towards the Eucharist. So back to this prayer of the Anima Christi, the soul of Christ. The words pray, soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, inebriate me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me within thy wounds, hide me. Suffer me not to be separated from thee. From the malignant enemy, defend me. In the hour of my death, call me. And bid me to come unto thee, that with all thy saints I may praise thee forever and ever. Pray, soul of Christ, sanctify me. Lord, make me holy. Body of Christ, save me. It's Christ himself that saves us. By his own death, 
by his own rising, were saved from that first sin of Adam. Blood of Christ inebriate me. Some people struggle with these words sometimes, with words of speaking of drunkenness, right? But it's St. Paul who talks about being filled with the Holy Spirit. And many believed the first apostles when they were filled with the Holy Spirit to be drunk. What it's speaking of is being truly filled. Right, that I'm filled by the Holy Spirit to a point that the Holy Spirit has taken over my whole life, has influenced the way I act, the way I speak, the way I live. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. We think of the waters of baptism in which we were first washed clean. Passion of Christ strengthen me each time I receive the Eucharist. It's through that grace that I've strengthened. Oh, good Jesus, hear me. He does listen to us. It's the Lord who told us, knock and the door shall be opened for you. Seek and thee will find. Ask, and it will be given to you. Within thy wounds, hide me. I become one with his wounds when I receive his body and blood. Suffer me not to be separated from thee, from the the malignant enemy. Defend me. Again, the grace that we receive each time we receive the Eucharist to resist the temptation of the foe, of the enemy. And then we end, in the hour of my death, call me and bid me to come unto thee, that with all thy saints I may praise thee forever and ever. And what we celebrate on this altar is a foretaste of that, of the heavenly liturgy, that one day, forever, we may praise the saints with the saints, that we may praise our Lord forever. And so we come to the altar today. We truly ask the soul of Christ to sanctify us each day and forever.